All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to uh, my podcast, Futures Under Construction. I'm so excited today. I'm talking to another another student that I just see as a strong leader in our, our learning community, Mackenzie Dresbeck. This is episode three. Mackenzie, thanks for joining me today. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I tell you what, right before I started recording, I, I was telling you that, you know, boy, when I was just new on the job and I was in the high school, Mackenzie, it seemed like I saw you everywhere. It seemed like you're plugging in and you're getting involved in so many aspects of school. So um, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been involved in as a high school student here at Woodward Granger? Yeah, for sure. Well, the list is pretty long and it certainly hasn't always been the easiest, but I try to get involved in whatever I can. Um, and I always look at it, as, at it as a way to give back to my school district and community. So as of right now, I'm a senior here at Woodward Granger and I'm in, currently in my fourth season of basketball. I also did cross country and student council for four years and this year. I'm proud and honored to be your student body president. Um, freshman year, I participated in track and FFA, and this year I'm currently on the dance team. I was also inducted into the National Honor Society last year, and I'm a member of the National Council of Youth Leadership in the Girl State of 2021. So when do you have time to sleep? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, Mackenzie, I really loved how you started it. You said to give back and you know tomorrow you don't have school but the teachers are all going to be together and they're going to be talking about those competencies that we want in in the portrait of a learner and one is impactful and mm -hmm. i heard you say that to give back and to to affect the the the, the, the greater good in our school community and beyond so I, I really appreciated that anything more specific you want to talk about in terms of leadership and plugging in maybe tell us a little bit more about student council and some things going on there yeah, for sure. So I think a lot of my leadership roles begin with the position I hold as being voted the student body president. Um, it gives me a big voice and the opportunity to support and encourage my fellow peers and classmates. And it's also given me a great platform to start the safe school driving program at our school. And we are only the third school in Iowa to jump on board with this organization to promote safety in our community. And that begins with driving with our students. So I found that as a huge opportunity as a leadership role. Um, I also have taken our student council to the Heartland Meals, it's a nonprofit organization out of Des Moines that feeds the hungry. And so I plan to take them back there again, but it's just a great way to um, build teamwork and just work together and do something outside of the community as well. Um, and it was just a goal of mine to get my members out. And so I hope to be back there soon. And in addition, I have served as a captain for the basketball team this year. And I think just always jumping on board for any committee, volunteer group, active group, or whatever it might be, it's an outstanding way to stick out in your school and community and just become a leader. And hopefully you can encourage your other peers to do that as well. So I feel very strongly about student leadership. I, philosophically, I've said when the students are running things, we've arrived. And so I think it's important. Why do you think student leadership is so important in a school? Um, you know, I say that it's super important because it gives the students to the chance to step up and build connections and expand their networking horizons. And it also helps develop socialization skills. You know, more and more these days, you can find kids hiding behind a screen, but the face to face connections are, I value those a lot and I wish others would too. Um, 
like for example i didn't have a very big networking system around my town and so i started planning the homecoming this year and i called business after business for sponsorships and to be involved in the parade and to donate or whatever the cause and so i mean that alone just here in town really expanded my networking um, with some businesses. And I also think for me, student leadership gives me a reason to be active in my school, express my opinions and concerns, and be the person that my classmates can count on. And sometimes in the uncertainty, I feel the need to step up and give that backbone for my classmates to know that it will be okay. So just that aspect of things being student driven is really appealing and it has to start with one. So taking that initiative along with some of my other officers and student council has really helped me represent the student body and be involved. I, I love how you put that. It's gotta, it's gotta start with one, right? And, mm -hmm. and seeing that responsibility. So how do you think that that, uh, all, all this leadership that you've talked about already, how do you think that will translate in life after high school? You know, I just try to hold myself accountable and be a model for underclassmen. And I believe that the success that I've had early on, it will set me up great for in the future. I've already done a lot of the hard work by breaking out of my comfort zone and being present all throughout high school. So I think I've adapted some of those great communication, teamwork, problem solving and dependability skills, as well as responsibility. So I think these will set me up for great success in college to build friendships and networks and to get involved on campus and off of campus and be a part in some committees um, at whatever college I decide to go to. Well, there's, there's no doubt you're not going to be shy about doing that <laughs> and, and that what a, what a great setup, you know, to, to, to take full advantage of that next opportunity as well. It just seems to me you're just kind of squeezing out everything you possibly can in these opportunities. Sure, yes. And I'd love to see all of our students uh, do that. So I'm known for saying, hey, I want to create a premier school district and a premier experience. And I think I started that, I, I was hearing a radio commercial, hey, this is your premier source for, or so many different businesses are named premier, whether that be premier roofing or premier dental. And I thought, you know, when you look at what that word means, kind of first in line, the, the best, what, is, what does a premier school experience mean to you? Um, here at Woodward Granger, I think that that experience is always improving and accepting change and as well as backing up students and staff and just showing that constant su support. Um, to me, I don't always think that it means that we have to be first in everything, but it's for sure that we don't settle for below average. And I think this is can show in our test scores and how well we prepare the ACT or even our athletics and on the court and on the field. Um, it's also a big reflection on us as a whole is how well we present ourselves and prepare our students for success in the future. So I think it's just pushing to be better than average. You know, I, and I, I love asking this question and what a home run ball there. You know, it, it's it's just about that continuous improvement and it's just that striving and 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 doing our best, right? And I just exactly. said it. And I really, I really like that. So this this is a fun question that I put together just specifically for you. Um, <laughs> what, what a lot of people don't know about me. Um, I was actually my kids' principal. So several years oh. ago, yep, several years ago, 
when I was a principal at Linville Sully Schools, I was my kid's principal. And, um, okay. you know, I, we, we could probably do a whole podcast on that <laughs> yeah, uh, in itself. But, uh, you know, I, I think one, it's, it's just admirable when I have teachers in my school district that say, you know what, we've got a great school district. I want my children to come here too. So what's that like? What's that like? You've kind of got an ace in the hole. You've got this high level math teacher at your disposal. <laughs> maybe you've had him as a teacher, maybe not. So what's it like having your dad in, in the same building? And maybe what was it like having your dad as a teacher if you had? Yeah, so I have my dad as a teacher, um, freshman and junior year actually. And you know, at this point I'm really used to it, um, but it certainly does have its pros and cons. You know, just from walking the halls, I can hear a lot of gossip about some of the accomplishments that I've received that have come from my dad working in the school. But I just gotta stay true to myself and know that I worked hard for these. It's got nothing to do with my dad. Like when I was inducted into the National Honor Society, for example, but I just knew that it was just a privilege that I got. But it's just something you brush off. But you know, at my school, my dad knows me as teacher dress back, not dad and vice versa. So it's just something to get used to. But if it's a bad day, I know I can rely on my dad. And it's just a great experience. It's a close support network, someone to always bug with questions, especially those math questions. Um, it's not my strong suit, but it's just someone close to lean on. And so it's just a different experience and an atmosphere when I have them in, in school. Yeah, what, what a great experience that'll be. Someday you'll be talking maybe to your own family and say, hey, yeah. but guess what? Grandpa, <laughs> grandpa set me straight on on those on those equations. So no kidding. <laughs> you bet. You know, I <clears throat> Mackenzie, I remember reading this article about you obtaining your CNA, and that really captured my attention because I thought, wow, what a what a great experience. So could you tell me a little bit about that? And then have you used that certification in any way? Have you have you done anything with that? So I received my certification for a nurse assistant in December of 2020. And let me tell you, that was probably the best thing that I've ever done. I knew that I wanted to be a nurse since the fourth grade. And I've had experiences since then that just proved that I chose the right career, career path. So when I got my CNA certification, I started working at Kennebrook Village in Grimes. And so I worked in a skilled hall with hospice residents. Um, it's a very laborious and intense job, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, the class took me a semester long and I had clinical hours and it was quite different with COVID and everything. So we did Zoom clinicals, but you know, we all got through it and it's something great to put on a resume. And ultimately it's the start of what my career is. And it, it gave me relationships with my residents and my coworkers and a great environment. And it's a privilege to, for me to provide care to some of those vulnerable individuals at the end of their life. Matt, what a what a great jump start, you know, to yes. you know what you were going to do after high school. Have you taken advantage of those DMAC opportunities in other, any other way besides that CNA? Yeah, so I will plan to graduate with about twenty four um, credits for DMAC. So that's gave given me a great jump start to um, my college credits and. A lot of the classes will transfer, and so a lot of gen eds are done if you do take advantage of that. Um, also, DMAC gave me a foundation to start modeling. So I model, I have modeled a couple times for DMAC, and I was on the front of their websites and pamphlets and programs, and I was featured at the state fair. And so they just really work with you to give you not only your active academics, but to engage with people and promote leadership and skills and body positivity. So they 
they have really helped not only with academics, but with leadership as well. Well, your dad being the math teacher, I bet he's run the numbers on 24 credits. <laughs> I bet he's run the numbers. I wouldn't doubt it. That's that's fantastic. So what would you say to your peers? I mean, what a what a, a, a great opportunity to earn DMAC credit uh, while you're in high school. What would you say to your other peers, you know, about all this? I would say with no hesitation at all to definitely take advantage of this 100%. And even if you are uncertain of where you want to go to college, what do you want to be, just get those general education things done and out of the way. I mean, it can really take you a long way just to come in with a couple credits. It's better than nothing and, and get it while the school offer, offers it without having to go somewhere for it. Great, great advice. Uh, so, so what do you aspire? Kind of flesh that out a little bit more. You talked about wanting to be a nurse since you're a little girl. So what do you aspire to do after you graduate? Um, I plan on attending Grandview University or Luther College to continue my academics, but I hope to get my BSN and work in geriatrics and hospice care is my goal. Um, but I, before settling down, I hope to travel a little bit. And my goal has always been to provide healthcare in third world countries and just expand my volunteerism outside of the United States. And after that, and when I do decide to settle down, I would like to get a job at like Mayo in the hospice unit or another great healthcare setting. I love how you're aiming high. I love <laughs> that. Dream big, dream big, and then put it into action. So how do you think uh, Woodward Granger prepared you to accomplish all of this post-secondary goals that you're kind of putting together? So I think that Woodward Granger has given me a strong support and working environment that she drove me to be a well-rounded individual um, from different staff members and coaches and things like that, um, as well as talking to the previous business teacher and the one now that's helped me build my resume and just expand my networking connections. But you know, a lot of it I do have to owe to my parents and their constant support and endless feedback to push me to get better and achieve more. And they drove me to accelerate and be above average. And I think that's been shown through my work here at Woodward Granger. So, I mean, I owe a big thank you to a lot of those people that have helped support me. Yeah, you're not an accident. This, this, <laughs> this happened on purpose with a lot of support and people behind you. And I love saying, uh, having you do a shout out to, to your parents. When you think about in school, who, who is that one pro-social adult in your life at school that uh, you relied upon? You know what? I cannot just credit to, to one adult. Um, uh, Mr. David Combs was there for endless support and helping me apply for my CNA job and building my resume. And he helped me reach out to people at Mercy and build connections. But I also owe a big thank you to Miss Holton for her endless encouragement and caring heart inside and outside of the classroom. And just everyone that's helped me apply for scholarships and write letter of recommendations for me and coaches who've pushed me to be better on and off the court. So it's, it's hard to just pick one. <laughs> no, I, I can appreciate that. So, you know, kind of, we just kind of in closing as we wrap this up, what would that one piece of advice uh, would you give to future high schoolers uh, you know, before we part ways and, and you go off into the sunset and do these big things you've got planned? Yeah, so I think my greatest piece of advice for the future high schoolers is understand that procrastination can screw you up from freshman year on. So you just got to keep it real, you know, just not going to sugarcoat it at all, but you got to 
build those useful connections and not just because you have to, but you want to get involved and you want to make yourself present. Go to the basketball games, the volleyball games, the track meets, anything that you can make it to. Just make yourself present. Um, put yourself in an environment where you can grow and, and surround your people with those that can help help you and the staff members and whatever it might be. And I just say one of the biggest lessons that I've learned it was to take my academics seriously because it will only help you in your future, but you just can't have forget to have fun a little bit while you're there for four years. I, I think that's outstanding advice to uh, future high schoolers. You know, this is on purpose. I call this uh, uh, futures under construction or, or our mission statement is to build futures one student at a time. And I tell you what, you knocked it out of the ballpark today. I, you have such a bright future and a big future. And I really appreciate you sharing with me today. Um, I cannot Thank wait to read. Me. I cannot wait to read future articles about <laughs> and, and hear stories. So thank you so much uh, for sharing some time today with me. Well, thank you for having me. Let's go Hawks. Yeah.